Hello, and welcome to the Welligant Woman Podcast, a place for women over 40 who are ready to transform midlife, reimagine what's possible, and make each new decade better than the last. I'm your host, Karen Viesta, certified health and life coach. And after going through my own midlife reinvention, I can honestly say that I now experience more energy, vitality, confidence, and joy than I ever have before. Each week, I'll be sharing information, inspiration, and strategies to help you do the same. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. I am so excited about bringing this to you. Uh, For years, I've been a real lover of podcasts. I almost always have one playing when I'm uh, out on a walk, when I'm driving in the car, when I'm cooking in the kitchen. I I just find it such a wonderful way to learn. Um, And so I'm really excited to share with you uh, some of what I've been up to and tell you a little bit about myself in this first episode. Um, my, my journey really is about stepping into a new way of living, um, making some courageous choices and deciding at a certain point that I wanted the second half of my life to look different and feel different. Um, and, and what I really want to be clear about is that, you know, my experience in midlife, and I think the experiences of so many of my friends and the ladies I work with, um, the women I coach, is that midlife is an emotional journey and a physical journey. The two are really inextricably linked. And so it's very difficult to um, coach somebody on one of those things and not the other. Uh, It's one of the reasons why I am certified as both a health coach and a life coach. And my practice is really a unique blend of both. So I'll, I'll get into a little bit more on that later, but I want to kind of back it up and just share with you a little bit of, of um, my background. So I enrolled in 2012 in a health coach training program, um, and it was, it was a decision that I made really just for my own knowledge and information. I've always had a passion for health and wellness, and I just wanted to learn more. Um, you know, I, I had a a full-time job as a high school English teacher. I was, you know, not looking to make a career change. It was it was really just for my own uh, personal development. And I loved that course. It was a, nearly a two-year training course, and um, and I learned so much. And I and I really um, deepened my understanding of the body and um, kind of what the body needs. Shortly after that, my marriage began showing signs of strain. And, and I wasn't feeling great physically, and I wasn't feeling great emotionally. It was, it was just a rough time. It was a little bit of a roller coaster. Um, and it would be five years before I made the decision to leave that marriage. Um, so it was five years of being on that roller coaster, and it was five years of, you know, not really feeling seen and heard and appreciated, and five years of almost single-handedly raising two teenagers uh, I, I was exhausted and um, and frustrated because I felt throughout this whole period of time that I was really betraying myself because I wasn't happy, but I also wasn't willing to leave that unhealthy relationship and step into the unknown. So it was really a difficult period of time. And I, I um, 
it, it, there just came a moment where I think I realized that I was so mentally and physically and emotionally depleted that, you know, I recognized that staying would have some serious consequences and quite possibly could make me sick, if not physically, then, then certainly emotionally. So I made the very courageous decision to leave that marriage and to step into the unknown. Now, you know, as you can imagine, this was a major, major decision. I met my ex-husband at 20. We really grew up together, you know, in the sense that we were, we were kids when we met. We were married at 24. I didn't even know who I was outside of that relationship. So this was a decision that represented a real choice point in my life and forced me to step into a whole new identity. Now, I always like to say Mother Nature has a sense of humor because at about that same time, I was about 48, I began experiencing symptoms of perimenopause. Now, just just to be clear, um, perimenopause are the years leading up to menopause. Menopause is defined as, you know, the the cessation of the menstrual cycle. So perimenopause can begin as early as mid-30s, and it can go right up until your period stops, which could be, you know, in, in my case, it was 54, 53, I'm sorry, 53. So, so this could last a long time. But at the time, you know, I wasn't quite sure what was creating my symptoms because I was under so much emotional stress. I didn't know how much of it was mental and emotional and how much of it was physical. All I knew is that I felt terrible. I wasn't sleeping. Um, I didn't gain a lot of weight, but I did feel like I had, you know, fluctuations during periods of stress. I lost a lot of weight at one point. So I, I just felt like my weight wasn't exactly um, balanced. I had a lot of anxiety. That, that for me was a big symptom. I know some people don't have that, but many women do. Um, I had a lot of anxiety. Again, not exactly sure how much of it was physical, how much of it was emotional. I now understand that, you know, there is a connection and it probably was a little bit of both. Um, I didn't feel, uh, I just didn't feel good. I, I, I kind of felt like tired and wired. You know, I was exhausted, but I wasn't sleeping and I, I just felt off. I was very low energy and um, just not myself. And I, I couldn't really, I was having a hard time really figuring out what to do which was especially frustrating because I was trained as a health coach. So I kind of knew, you know, what was best for the body in terms of diet and exercise and supplements, or at least I, I thought that what I was doing was what was best. Um, I wanted to explore natural remedies. I didn't want to jump to hormone replacement therapy, uh, but I didn't really know what to do. And to be honest, my doctors didn't really know. So I started consulting Dr. Google, as I like to call it, um, and there found conflicting information, was wading through a sea of information without any guidance as to what I needed to feel good again. So at a certain point, you know, after a lot of trial and error and frustration, I decided to take matters into my own hands and study women's health, particularly the perimenopause and menopause transition, so that I could figure out for myself what I needed. And that's exactly what I did. I took some advanced trainings in women's health. Um, I took a life coach training as well because, again, I knew part of this was emotional. Um, I did a tremendous amount of reading and 
studying. I read research studies and articles. I had conversations with doctors. I even changed doctors because I was determined to find doctors who specialized in this particular area of medicine and whose ideas were aligned with mine. I really didn't want somebody who was sort of prescription happy, and I wanted to learn. I wanted somebody who was willing to teach me the things I needed to know and do. So through this self-study and my own you know, trial and error, I gained a tremendous amount of knowledge over a period of about a year and a half. And um, most valuable, I think, was that I learned how to read the messages, the signals that my body was sending me. And over this year and a half, I made really what amounted to a few simple changes, nothing dramatic. Some of them were physical, some of them were more mental and emotional. And within a very short period of time, every area of my life improved. I was sleeping. I had no anxiety. Um, my weight balanced itself. I felt like, you know, I, I was... I had temperature regulation again. I wasn't getting, you know, warm and then getting cold and, and you know, sweating and, you know, all of those uh, symptoms of perimenopause seemed to become alleviated. Um, and, and this really, I believe, was all because I was courageous enough to step into a new way of living. You know, I, made, I was willing to make changes both in my environment, in my diet, in my fitness regimen, in my supplements, you know, I was I was making small but steady changes over time, and little by little, really everything kind of balanced out. So now it is six years later, and just in terms of kind of a snapshot of my life, I just turned fifty-four in December, and I can honestly tell you I have more energy and vitality and confidence. Uh, and more joy than I have ever had before. Uh, and that I, I'm saying that truly. It is not an exaggeration. Um, and I believe that I even look younger than I did 10 years ago. I, I Not too long ago, I came across some photos from 2012 and 2013. And I, I'm going to have to post them on social media because it's really, it's pretty astounding because I, I felt like I could just look at my face and see the stress and the strain and the exhaustion. Um, so I really do believe that, you know, these these changes that I made um, had a very visible difference and certainly a big difference in terms of how I feel. Um, and I'm not special. So I, I think part of why I want to, um, why I wanted to create this podcast is because I know that if I can do it, you can too. All I have is information and strategies that perhaps you don't yet have, yet, um, but stick with me, and I promise to share exactly how I navigated this transition and supported my body and continue to support my body uh, in the absolute best ways possible. So just just to, you know, as a way to kind of wrap up, um, I want to share six things that I learned from this crazy period, um, this very busy period, as I, you know, came to, to enter midlife. Um, and I think this is really at the heart of wellness in midlife. I, I think these are really the kind of the cornerstones on which really wellness is built. Um, one is that there's a strong connection between our body and our mind. 
And I think we need an approach that addresses both. I think addressing both is, is what true wellness is about. Um, I love the term elegant woman. I love, you know, just the joining of those two concepts of wellness and elegance, because I believe wellness is a sound body, mind, and spirit. And I believe that elegance is really a simplicity and discernment and a valuing of quality over quantity. So I think when you put those two things together, it can represent a really powerful way of living and a way of living that can make the second half of our life really, in my opinion, the most extraordinary part of our life. So second thing I learned is just how powerful our hormonal system is. It is the control center for everything. Um, And in midlife, when that is thrown out of balance, every other system of the body is affected. It wasn't until I took some advanced trainings in women's health that I realized just how Uh, This impacts every other system, the respiratory system, the nervous system, the circulatory system. I mean, it's just there is not one system of the body that is not in some way controlled by the hormonal system. And by working with that system first and foremost, we can improve the functioning of every other system in the body. Um, The third thing I learned is that Changes need not be big, sweeping changes, and they need not be undertaken all at once. I firmly believe in the slow and steady approach. It is far less intimidating and overwhelming than doing a complete overhaul of one's, you know, eating and exercise and and everything else. Um, And the fact is that when you approach things in a slow and steady way and you begin to see good results, it really motivates you to stay the course. Um, The fourth thing I learned is that feeling good is the best motivation there is. The better I felt, the more energy I had, the more I saw evidence that what I was doing was working and the more I wanted to stick with it. And I always use wine and sleep (laughs) as the example because for me, what I saw, you know, when I really started um, looking at, the effect that foods were having in, in my body, um, what, what I saw was a connection between wine and sleep. Uh, all I ever really had was you know maybe a glass of wine at dinner a couple nights a week, but I did see a connection between having a glass of wine with dinner and disrupted sleep that night. So once I made that connection in my mind, once I understood that my sleep was being affected by alcohol, then I had a choice when I went out to dinner. You know, do I want to have that wine and risk that, you know, I'm not going to get a really good night's sleep? Or do I want to forego the wine? And it made it really easy to forego the wine because it felt so good to have energy. It felt so good to wake up after a solid eight hours sleep and, you know, start the next morning feeling great. So again, the more I saw evidence that what I was doing was working, the more I really wanted to stick with those changes. Now, that's not to say that I never have a glass of wine. There are plenty of times I'll be out with my guy or out with my friends and and enjoy a glass of wine with dinner. But I'm aware, you know, that when I make that choice, I'm aware that there may be a consequence associated with it. So I'm very mindful about those kinds of choices. Um, Another thing I learned is that 
you know, all of the information, and particularly the misinformation and the contradictory information that's out there, was really overwhelming and confusing, and it contributed to my feelings of being stuck. Um, I needed guidance from somebody who knew about this complex time in a woman's life and in a woman's body and could help me cut through the noise. Someone who could help me read the signals that my body was sending me so that I could give my body what it needed. And I couldn't find that person. It was, it was really something I had to, that was a job I had to take on myself. So through that, I, I kind of discovered my purpose, which is to provide that guidance to other women. I'm so passionate about this that I dedicated my entire coaching practice to women in midlife, women who are in perimenopause and menopause. So, you know, basically women in their 40s and 50s. Um, I give women access to all of the information and strategies that I spent years learning and researching and uncovering. Um, you don't have to wade through that sea of information because I've already done it. You can get the information you need to start feeling better right away. My mission is to be the guide and the coach that I wish I had. So hopefully this introductory episode has helped you get to know me a little bit and um, get to know my background and my qualifications and a little bit about my coaching philosophy. Um, I encourage you to visit WellEgantWoman.com, which is my website, for more information. I have um, a lot of articles and free resources. One that I'm particularly excited about is my free guide, The Midlife Glow Up, Seven Days to Your Healthiest and Most Radiant Self. Um, I would be delighted to send you that. You just put in your name and email. I'll get it right out to you. And it's a great place to begin taking control of your health and well-being. I promise you, at the end of those seven days, you will already see a shift and an improvement in how you feel. So go grab that at WellEgantWoman.com, and I will see you next time. Have a wonderful week, my friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe. And I'd love it if you would leave a five-star review and share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode.